afternoon, friends. Welcome to another grand and glorious day and a very, very, very shortened version of your Patrick Lally show here on Information 1000 KSOO. Dan Peters and I are here for just a little bit here in the backside of this hour to uh, take you in to jump in your car, buckle up and turn up the radio. We're back with Patrick Lally, Information 1000 KSOO. No booster seat required. See, I told you, uh, we are back. And uh, uh, yeah, we got just a little bit of time here with you today on this lovely afternoon here in the great city of Sioux Falls, the best little city in America, as you already know. Dan Peters and I here with a little bit of news and weather and such. And uh, just to jump to the end of the day, twins, how about that? They go deep, long, long game, long game. But they win on a bottom of the ninth Kepler home run. That was awesome. Like to see that. Took a couple of games from... The world champion, Houston Astros. We like that. Uh, anyway, so here's some stuff that's been going on. Uh, I, you know, I was uh, sitting there listening to the Twins, and I'm noticing how uh, much happened in the last couple days. There's some major, major things. It's It's been a wild kind of day in the news, right? First, you've got your election, city election. Uh, we have we will have two runoff elections now on May 1st for mayor and the central district. And uh, those are those are good races. Uh, but on the whole, it looks like a significant sea change, I would say. Sea change is what I'm going with in the landscape of a city government here in Sioux Falls. We'll talk more about that tomorrow on this program. We'll have a lot of city politics. You're going to want to be here. Jolene Letcher will be with us tomorrow afternoon. Uh, hoping to take your calls and chat with Jolene. And uh, we're going to get Paul Tenhaken scheduled in here before the election as well. Um, very soon, if we can work those schedules out. Suddenly, those two folks are very, very busy. Paul Tenhaken and Jolene Letcher made the runoff. And then in the Central District, uh, Zach DeBoer and Kurt Soul, And that's also a good race. And so, very interesting things going on in city politics. But also, on the world and national stage, President Trump has been waging a bit of a war on Twitter, literally telling the Syrians and the Russians that the missiles are coming. The missiles are coming. Here's his tweet. Russia vows to shoot down any and all missiles fired at Syria. Get ready, Russia, because they will be coming nice and new and smart. You shouldn't be partners with a gas-killing animal who kills his people and enjoys it. Whoa. Then, third, on the list of news events, the president continued with foreign policy via Twitter, our relationship with Russia is now worse than it's ever been. And that includes the Cold War, he said. There is no reason for this, he said. Russia needs us to help with their economy, something that would be very easy to do. Very easy to do. And we need all nations to work together. Stop the arms race? Which he, he asked that as a question. I would say stop the arms race. But, uh, I, you know, I can't figure out if uh, Mr. Trump President Trump is a, uh, a hawk or a dove, to put it in very stark terms. Stop the arms race. Fix the economy. Turn those turn those uh, uh, missiles into plowshares or whatever that phrase is. Plowshare, missiles, pro, guns, plowshares, plowshares, guns, bullets. What is that? Yeah, they're pounding your, you're beating your swords into plowshares. There you, thank you. Whew. Every once in a while you need it. You just need the, the quick reference of Mr. Dan Peters to help you out. So that was interesting. Uh, and then the bombshell of the day, House Speaker Paul Ryan, out. He's done. 
Wisconsin Republican says he's retiring from the House of Representatives altogether. Now, Ryan was a reluctant candidate, you remember, for the job in the first place, and he never seemed to enjoy wrangling the caucus very much. There's a fair amount of tea leaf reading going on, and it's still a long way from the midterms in November, but the president certainly is not doing Ryan any favors, and he is out of here. So we got a lot to talk about in the foreseeable future. For in the near term, we're going to take a very short break, and we'll come back with just a little bit more of the Patrick Lally Show here on Information 1000 KSOO. 445 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. In this extremely shortened version of the Patrick Lally Show, due to the long game up there at Target Field and your victorious Minnesota Twins. Truncated is a good word. Truncated, truncated show. There's nothing better for a truncated version of the Patrick Lally Show than Trampled by Turtles. Wait so long, because we've been waiting forever for this show to start, but that's okay. It'd have been a lot worse if the Twins would have lost. Or went into extra innings. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so I was been talking about the uh, uh, the uh, city council races and the mayor's races and all that the big election stuff last night. That was that was fun, right? You know, one of the most interesting things about this election is turning out for me anyway to be that uh, the uh, central district people. I think that's pretty exciting. I got to tell you, because you've got some very interesting things going on there. You've got you had. Five candidates in there, right? And so the winners turned out to be Zach DeBoer and Kurt Soul. They came out with the, the most votes, so they made it to the runoff. But if you look at the results, it's very interesting because Tom Hurlbert came in third, 24%. He was only three points behind the other two. The, the top two were very close together. And then, the, uh, then Hurlbert at 24. So he's and Bartlett at 13. Barden at nine and that's a lot of other votes okay those three guys together what's that 37 48 percent no I'm sorry 46 percent 46 percent of the vote went for somebody else so those two guys uh, are looking to figure out what coalitions are available in there so Hurlbert sitting there with the most is he more like DeBoer is he more like Seoul I you know I don't have an immediate answer for that I mean, I think my gut tells me that there's a lot of Tom Hurlbert voters that may be Zach DeBoer voters. But then how much does how much of the rest of those guys go over to Seoul, especially uh, Bartlett, who I would say in my mind was a little more conservative and maybe, you know, but I don't want to characterize those people. I don't know why they voted for him necessarily. But that's really a toss up there. That's going to be a crazy race. The other interesting thing about that is that you remember they uh, the council changed the threshold by which you can avoid a runoff it used to be you know 34 percent and they popped that up to 50 so you got to get 50 percent plus one vote to avoid the runoff right uh they didn't come close to that they would have had a runoff even under the old system that's how close that race was with that many candidates very interesting stuff there so i think that's going to be fun to watch and really there is uh very it's gonna be very telling Because if DeBoer wins with the makeup of what the council is right now, that's, I think, going to be a significant shift in 
policy because you're going to have uh, Janet Brecky, who seems to be really very much a reformer and is old school in terms of working for the city as a former city attorney. You've still got uh, uh, Teresa Staley, Pat Starr, Greg Neitzert. Those guys are all forward-looking people. They aren't always going to agree on stuff, but they're forward-looking people. You add in there Zach DeBoer and then Christine Erickson, you know, who's, who is uh, you know, not, not entrenched, really, not a, 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 a tra- I don't want to call it traditional, but, you know, that, that's a very young and forward-looking group of people who could really uh, change some policy in the city. Uh, you know, again, they're not always going to agree. They're not monolithic. But it's pretty interesting what could happen if DeBoer wins that race. And even if he doesn't, if Kurt Soule wins, uh, there's still, and I'm not trying to characterize Mr. Soule as regressive in any way, uh, but it's, uh, uh, it's a very interesting race to watch in addition to the mayor's race. Uh, we're going to come right back here in a minute and finish up here with the truncated version of the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. <laughs> on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we've been talking a little bit about the city election that happened last night. Two big runoffs coming up for the Central District and Mayor. And as it turns out, Jolene Letcher, one of those two candidates, along with Paul Tenhaken for your Mayor of Sioux Falls, will be with us tomorrow in the 4 o'clock hour. And uh, Jolene will be taking calls. Tweets, questions of all sorts here on the show. So 338-KSOO, get that in your speed dial, people. People still have speed dials? I don't think they do. 338-KSOO. Yeah, not as particularly no. you know enhanced as we used to be. No, 5766 is the KSOO, so there you go. Also, Friday night, don't forget Tab Benoit down there at the Orpheum Theater. That's fun. But uh, tune in tomorrow. We'll talk more about city politics. It's going to be a blast with... Jolene Letcher. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.